And welcome back, everybody, to episode number three of the Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast. I got myself, Chris Gucci. I got my boy, the Reverend Tommy D. And we got Casual Dave over there. I gotta be casual, Dave. Dave, it's a good moniker. It's a great moniker. I'm actually jealous. I'm kind of trying to come up with my own moniker. We got the Reverend, we got Casual Dave. And I'm like, I'm Gooch, but that doesn't really fly on this because you're Sturch. Yeah, he's that's a, true. He's a bitch. And okay. I'm Gooch. You have a town in that's Virginia named after you, Gooch. I also have a body part named after me as well. That's, if you guys uh, know what a Gooch one. is, it's okay. very similar to the taint. Whew, okay. But we're off to a rocky start. start. Off hot. We're off to a rocky start. That's not rocky. That's hot. That's hot. Ooh. <laughs> and, and it was especially with the cinnamon swirl um, a candle you decided to light over I'm there. I'm going to give you a cinnamon swirly in a little bit if you don't <laughs> let me finish my intro. No. <laughs> So how was everybody's weekend or slash week? That was good, man. I mean, first of all, we missed your last show, but there was a lot of pro wrestling talk. I mean, me and Tommy will get into all that after the break. We want to re- readdress. Chris is prejudiced uh, against wrestling talk. I mean, he's not prejudiced. Definitely not. It would just be it would just be counterproductive I'm for him to you, try to I'm shoot prove off how not prejudiced I am about wrestling talk. I was just at a wrestling match. There you go. Only See? this was not. Pro wrestling. This was Rutgers wrestling against Ohio State. He could have went so many different ways with that. I know. That was a very good move on your part. Yeah. Well, I I don't want to offend the listeners because I know that. There's a lot of wrestling. Joe Rogan yourself there. Uh, Look, I I just want everybody to know I am going to talk shit in in heavy doses about wrestling. (laughs) But it's all in good fun. And obviously, you know, I grew up with watching wrestling. It's just right now I have a hard time because I have too much going on. But I did watch... Rutgers wrestling against mm. Ohio State, and it was a tough one, man. Yeah, our boy it was. Paz, our boy, just our boy Paz left one out there for the team, and I mean, I guess for himself. But the good thing about it is Paz will get back out there. Rutgers ended up losing Ohio State. We had the match shored up, but just shit to bed in the down. Da- Where's in Rutgers the ranked three. in the country now? They were 17 going into that, so I would imagine they'll probably stick around 17. They're saying they're not going to fall out of top. Yeah, Ohio State's right? a top 10 team, so losing to a top 10 team, you know, you're, Dude, you're still the in big, good shape. The, the the their conference. In itself is just a factory of wrestlers. Yeah, you, know you have I mean? if you're ranked fourth in the Big Ten in your weight class, you're probably ranked fourth in the nation. So right. that just gives you an idea about right. how that conference goes. But yeah, yeah uh, shout out to Paz. Good time. Honestly, there's three more home matches, and Dave, Tommy, we should try and get to at least one of them. Yes, right? I'm I not sure how my work schedule agree. lines up, but let's make that happen. Yeah, for sure. Just anyway, support us as well. In addition. We do have MMA to talk about. There was an event this past weekend between the the Joker, mm-hmm. right? The actual Joker, not oh, the Joker. Jo- now there's another Joker. It actually spelled Joker and pronounced Joker, not like Jokic, Jokovic. and we call him the Joker. <laughs> but yeah, Got it. the Joker against Sean Strickland. Now, Sean Strickland's probably one of the most... I guess you could say he's a controversial figure in MMA, right? Yeah. You know, I personally don't have anything. I, I can't say anything bad about the guy. Other Why than is he controversial? Because he's crazy. He said he wants to, his goal is to kill somebody in the cage. Oh, that, yes. Okay, cool. So he's but, just a batshit nuts. But it's not like the bit. typical, um, you know, like Colby will say, I want to kill somebody. It's not just him talking shit. Like this guy openly says, like, if I wasn't an MMA fighter, I would be in jail for murder. Like, I want to hurt people. Like he oh. prides himself on knocking out training partners. No, see that's not good. But the only thing about that is that he's not able to knock anybody out in fights. He has no. He has a six fight win streak. I'm pretty sure they all went through the decision. (laughs) No, he's game. You know, you can't you can't take that away from him. If you watch the fight, he's He's especially when you get to see him at the uh, the apex. I'll I'll sign up to watch any Sean Strickland fight at the apex because he does not stop talking from the minute the fight starts to the minute the fight ends. What's his record? Does he have backing at middleweight? He's eighteen and zero. Yeah, he's 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 nuts, but he's backing it up. 
He hasn't really fought the upper echelon I've seen just, this guy fight, just so yet. Like now, Hermanson totally, is definitely I mean, his he best beat win. beat the shit out of Uriah Hall. I mean, look, we're talking upper echelon, at least Uriah Hall's a name. He beat the shit out of him at his own game. Now, yeah, he's, to me, I'm going to try and compare him to somebody of old that maybe our casual Dave will be able to relate him to. Maybe like a little bit better version of a Keith Jardine. Okay. You know, but maybe even, I would say definitely a better version. Because Middleweight version of Marcus Davis? Eh, I'd say he's better than Marcus Davis, too, because I would imagine that at least Sean Strickland's going to put himself in a position to fight for almost a title eliminator, and where he goes from there, we'll see. But you would agree that Strickland's, you know, he's he belongs. He's not he's not in the bottom yeah. half of the top ten. He's definitely the top half in the middleweight right now. He proved it, he proved it in that fight. I mean, we're just going to jump right into it. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, what else are we doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. So, it, it, look, dominated. He dominated. Um, the only round I could kind of see them giving to Hermanson was the first round, which everybody's like, that's not fair. It wasn't like Eric Nixix all over Twitter, you know, because of the scorecard. Look, it was even. The first round was even. You could have went for the Joker because of the leg so, kicks. So are they, are, they really, are they really, like, up in arms about a, a fight that even if that round did go the other way? Oh, my God. You... Obviously, you haven't looked at Twitter the past since Saturday. I mean, I look at Twitter. It's, it's just like it's I, I like, get what I get. You know, it makes it seem like I, don't, I didn't see they what you almost saw. gave the Joker the win, and it, it wasn't it at all. Like he didn't almost get the win. It yeah, like I didn't. I haven't been reading. A, I watched the fight after the fact, and you know, optics for me was Strickland had that fight. Yeah, coast to coast. Just the the first no round, because look, and they even said it during the broadcast. That's why I like listening to these guys in the broadcast because they're like in a five round fight somebody like Strickland's not going to have his foot on the gas in the first round that's stupid because you're going to gas yourself out I mean right. he seems like the type of guy that would be a slow starter anyway he needs to get punched in his face a bunch of times well he likes, like, he likes yeah. the three round fights so he can kind of push the pace a little bit more but if you look at him he's he's a stand up straight fighter his chin's kind of out which that's not really a good thing mm. but uh he's inviting yeah you know <laughs> It's hit me. That, that's just right. what he said. It hit me. But once he gets his feet planted and he starts establishing his jab like he was doing that entire five-round fight, it's game over for his opponent. Mm. That's it. That's okay. it. Hermanson had one moment, which was in that first round, where he was going with leg kicks, body kicks, but he was just... But he didn't have any moments. Let's no. just call it what he it was. was. I didn't see any moments. Right it, it looked like in the beginning, <laughs> when he wasn't at all hurt, or he you know, was still kind of feeling out the process, he was a little more willing to engage. Mm -hmm. I think as the fight wore on, he was still willing to engage, but he was paying each and every time he did, and his face wore the, the effects yeah, of that. Those, those jabs were, were hard, hard and stiff. Ooh. Just like Chris's Friday night. Heard that. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean. So that's, I guess, a good segue. So my hard and stiff Friday night. No. <laughs> but I guess the middleweights, being that this is a middleweight um, fight night, it's kind of perfect how the UFC did this. I don't know exactly who besides um, the other, under who's the undercard or the, the co-main? Was it Brunson and? Uh, Cannoneer. So Brunson and Cannoneer. We have Hermanson and. And Strickland, and then we got Bobby Knuckles and Israel Adesanya this Saturday night, UFC 271. So, so by the results this past Saturday, is anybody lying in wait uh, for the winner of Saturday, well, see, this coming Saturdays? Because you have Marvin Vittori there, and Strickland said he will not fight Vittori because they're friends. So you have well, this. Well, this is that, business, folks. So wait, yeah. wait, <laughs> this wait. Is business. So Sean Strickland is not allowed to make that claim 
at all. Given the way he carries himself and the way he talks about himself and how I he's found down, that weird too. He fights anybody. He how many times have they fought in sparring? You know, I, I mean, this, this guy's too. a psychopath. I, I can't sit here and say, well, look, if you if you're willing to put your title opportunity, you know, put it aside because of a friendship, then you guys must be really tight. Yeah, I don't see that anybody liking either of those guys, so it's kind of alarming to me. Like, so they're like on an island by themselves, really. Well, like no, I no fighter, no people that have to spar with like Sean Strickland. You know, you just well, deal he with just it. said it. Like, he takes pride it. in knocking guys yeah, out. Yeah, and Marvin Vittori. I mean, it's like privy information when you knock a guy out in training. Like, you're not supposed to see that film. No. He's probably all at home, like, look at this, look at this, look at it, like exposing no, it on, that it shit. It was on Instagram. Like, somebody posted. I don't know if he posted it, but it was on there. People I mean, leave like, it up to him to be a guy that would leak something. Like yeah, that. they're just like, you know, well, you're, it wasn't even him knocking. I don't think that he showed a video of him knocking anyone yeah, no, out. It, it was, was just hard sparring. Out, what I saw him knocking out a sparring partner. Who? I have no idea. They didn't no. give the person's name. Well, either way. Must be your, the answer to your question <laughs> was, is there somebody in the waiting, waiting in the wings? I don't know that Adesanya is going to fight Vittoria again. He showed nothing in that fight. Adesanya, I guess... He's got to win first. Case, well, he's got to win first, obviously. But beating um, Boricina, is that his name? Paulo Costa? The Costa's kind of chomping at the bit to fight Vittoria again. Well, they should just let those guys fight a hundred times at this point. And Costa will lose a hundred times. I agree. And come up with a hundred different. I agree, but I would say that Sean Strickland <laughs> with a win is in a better position to contend for a title than Vittori is right now. Yeah. So I don't think that he's going to make Vittori, make Strickland fight Vittori to get to the title. I think that it'll be this actually. Dana we're talking about here. I know, but it'll be quite the opposite because who are they really? They're starving for a middleweight contender right now. If you're looking at Brunson, didn't Adesanya beat him? Right, mm -hmm. handily. Did Brunson, I mean, Adesanya never fought Cannoneer, right? Cannoneer, he was actually, you had Adesanya mentioning Cannoneer's name for months and saying all he's got to do is go out there and win and he gets the next shot. And he, I think he went out there and lost, lost, right? So there's really the middleweights. There's nobody that Adesanya A, he already hasn't beaten Bobby Knuckles. Strickland's the only guy out there. Nobody wants to see Hermanson and that already, you know, Strickland dispatched him. I can't see anybody else other than. Maybe a Usman moving up. Who's Adesanya going to fight next? And you don't want to talk about friends. Those guys are actually friends. Yeah. And they both went on record and said that they would actually fight each other. Right? So my guess is that um, unless something crazy happens where Brunson completely dominates and has some spectacular finish, which we, we all know Derek Brunson isn't really capable of these spectacular finishes. Well, I mean, the blonde finishes. Derek Brunson's is a bit of a difference from the other Derek Brunson. Well, we all know that that's not really a, a thing, brain. right? <laughs> like, that's not an actual thing. You hey, mean, man, it's not weird if it works, right? <laughs> so what do you think has to happen this weekend for a Derek Brunson to, I guess, leap over Strickland? And maybe I'm thinking, not thinking of some guys, but I'm I mean, looking at... they might at the have him fight Strickland if he wins. They might have Ken, the winner of Cannoneer and Brunson fight... Strickland. Yeah, you figure Adesanya gets six months and off. It doesn't matter who any of them are fighting, especially if it's Strickland. You want Bobby Knuckles to win because stylistically, the way Strickland fights, upright. You know when he plants, he wants to plant his feet, and throw his jab. He's not. He doesn't have really that big of movement. Mm -hmm. You want Bobby Knuckles in there because, as awesome as he is, he's extremely hittable, extremely hittable. And Adesanya is just too fast. I mean, I don't know though. You watch, you watch the Whitaker fight against Darren Till. That was a very technical fight, and neither yeah, guy yeah, was really yeah, able to get their hands on the other one. There was a lot of respect going back and forth. Yeah, there. but historically, Bobby Knuckles goes into wars. He's very hittable. 
I would say that uh, Strickland is a lot more hittable than Bobby Knuckles, but that's besides well, yeah, the point. Yeah, because Strickland, his hands are here, and his head is here. He's just tough. Okay. Extremely tough. Uh, yeah, well, they're all tough, but... I guess we're really that we're gonna have to wait and see how that plays out. I think Strickland gets the next title shot. As weird as that sounds, I just don't know of anybody else. And look, it might not be months before we see that that bout get announced because after Adesanya wins, he's already defended multiple times. He's earned the right to. And I say after he wins because obviously you all know where I think is going to happen in this. Yeah, fight. I I go statistically, and statistically it says that Adesanya is going to beat him because he beat him handily. The first yeah, fight. I was going to say the first fight wasn't very much. But here's the thing: here's what, thing. And this is what sucks, and it's not Bobby Knuckles' fault all the time. Let's just say he does win; he's going to be put on the shelf because I'm sure some other injury is going to come about this fight. Because oh, like and then what happens fight. after that? Another interim champion and the unification belt? And that, like, well, no, Dana Dana likes Bobby Knuckles. So oh, so just, you know, <laughs> so it's because he didn't like. Homeboy, last time. Well, it, look, it, and those it. things are all, it has a lot to do with Dana being, whether he likes you or not, but it also has to do with um, timing. If it's a short injury, then he might not. But if it's a long thing and he's out an extended period, you have no choice but to move on, mm. right? And especially where it's like, does it really matter? When, when he comes back, I don't know that they would strip the champion of his belt because of an injury. Inactivity is one thing, but they're probably not going to strip him. They'll just award the interim championship. So mm -hmm. he's not going to lose anything, and his next fight would be a title defense anyway, so it really doesn't matter. It's just to sell and build up somebody else. So right. I understand why they do that. But understanding that doesn't take away the fact that it diminishes the belts for sure, right? A little yeah. watered down effect. 100%. A little bit, but 100%. at the end of the day, I don't care if their guys are champions fighting or not. As long as it's two guys that I want to see fight, I'm okay with it. I'm with it. I want to see the first MMA 24-7 belt. That's what I want to see. You have to defend <laughs> Just it. Just fighting him in the locker room and yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want to say. <laughs> Just bang, knock him out in the locker room. Like, that'd be mine now. Thank you. Who do you think would own the 24-7 belt? Like, if it was just a free-for-all, anybody if there was a at any given time. It's, belt. It's, it's definitely not a heavyweight. No. It's somebody right. that can run. It's somebody that I would say, I would say it's probably a... Probably John Jones. He's the craziest that sounds. <laughs> I was going to say McGregor. I will get because it. that man's been running away from every like spell, you know, yeah, talking but, about the bus thing. But McGregor, like, he still, ran really but fast. But McGregor's after still that. like five eight, five nine. He would get stepped on by a lot of these other guys. Like put so it this John way. Jones, put prime this John Jones, not heavyweight fat ass. Nate John Diaz Jones. would destroy Connor in the street. He would be dead, yeah. literally dead. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it would be Nate Diaz. Ooh. Yeah. Well, Nate had the quote where he said, "If you if you had every UFC fighter at the top of a hill." Like, the last two guys standing and you fight to the death would be him and his brother. It's like, well, you have a teammate, so it kind of does help. You yeah, know I mean, they're fighting back-to-back -back like Batman and Robin, but, you know, like, <laughs> to the Batmobile. But never-ending gas There tank. is some truth to what he's saying. Like, guys, meaning, like, you would have to kill them. Other guys would elect to leave. The Diaz brothers would stay there and be dead. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think So, honestly, if there was a 24-7 UFC belt, it would be co- Taken by the Diaz brothers. <laughs> well, it depends which version of Nick do we get, right? If we, if get, we get the last version, if we get the last version <laughs> yeah, of Nick. Yeah, he no looks like up. he's like talk about CBD. He's on like CBD, THC, acid, um, whatever. ADHD. He just doesn't care anymore, <laughs> and he wanted he wanted the payday. But shout out to Nick Diaz. I know you're listening, bud. <laughs> Hang in there. Hang in there. But back to the fights. I like it. Um, that was fun, right? Yeah, so I do like that. That was John Jones would be the would be the champion though. I think. But besides that, back to the fights. What do you think Bobby Knuckles needs to do differently in this fight? Win. I don't know. How do you prepare? <laughs> like, how do you realistically prepare for Adesanya? Now, you could say wrestling, right? Because That's it. Because of the, the, the Blockowitz fight. I think he has to completely sell out for the takedowns, and that's it. 
So just go go to practice every day with a singlet on, work with with Paz, and then work with <laughs> all the guys from Penn State and Ohio State. Yeah, and I'll be and I'll be talking. I will be reaching out to Jan, and I'll be like, you know, let's work together. I would say pull out all the stops, right? Who has beaten Adesanya of late, and it's been Jan Blokowitz, but you know, wasn't pretty. But you got a guy that's uh, pretty much a, a light heavyweight, right? Well, he is a light heavyweight. So you have Adesanya moving up in weight. Bobby Knuckles, to me, is like a tweener. He's a perfect 65-pounder. No, 75-pounder. Like, he's not a middleweight, and he's not a welterweight. He falls, like, right in between. Yeah. Like, him and Kelvin Gastelum should just fight each other 100 times in a row at that weight class because <laughs> those two belong in that weight class. And, and honestly, no, I'm thinking of a different one. No, Khabib, too. Would it be Khabib? No, Usman. Yeah, Usman. Fucking that up. But, <laughs> but basically, good. you see anybody that's gigantic for their weight class, and then you see other guys that are too small for their weights, it's like, just meet in the middle. The UFC should have more weights, but that's another episode, too, which we've done probably like 15 When Dana times. dies or retires, when he finally blows that last blood vessel in his brain from all the blow that he does... Well, this this show took a, a yeah, hard deep, turn, deep dark turn, a deep dark <laughs> turn. So when you do the um, the edits for the fight TV, make sure you take out the yeah, Dana White bashing where, he, where he's <laughs> like, a little bit, little Dana's bit. face explodes from all the blow that he's doing. <laughs> um, That'd be a great graphic. <laughs> just gone <laughs> through the roof. What else have we got on MMA? I know that Black Beast is fighting today or or this I'm weekend. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Balls is hot, and it's my favorite. Well, guy. The, the best thing about him is he wants. He does not want. A title shot. He doesn't care about that. He just wants to fight and make money. So now you're just getting a Derek Brunson that no, no, no doesn't uh, have the Derek Lewis or Derek Lewis that doesn't have championship aspirations anymore. So what the hell is he, he doing? To fight. He just wants to fight, and that's he, it. Because he makes good money. My favorite is following him on on Instagram. Oh, he's the best. His his quote his uh his captions are always like he's okay. He's okay. Like, <laughs> Some of the shit I'm legend. like, that guy might be dead. I'm he's, not gonna he's lie. He's a legend. Like, no, they're all okay. If you do all the research, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't okay. think he made him. I don't legendary. think he's. Po he's not. You're not allowed to post death. I don't Truth, think on Instagram. But you know, it is pretty. But it is pretty funny. Well, I mean, <laughs> what he did during the the floods in Texas, where he was actually out there in his pickup. Oh, truck, he's a great dude. Trying to save people. You know what I mean? You'd never guess that he was in jail for like ten years. Yeah. Oh, let's say you, this is the story of redemption. I'm liking it. I like why it a you, lot. Why are you airing out his dirty laundry? Yeah, seriously, bro. You think fuck? he wants to hear the about UFC that? The UFC says it every time he fights, the, the commentators. <laughs> yeah. but, but no, I'm, I'm back Here's on. Here's a guy that just spent 10 years I'm in the joint. I'm back on the, the Black Beast train for this one. I like both of these guys. They're both probably the two most exciting heavyweights in the division. But the problem with, with the Black Beast is, are we going to get a motivated Black Beast or are we going to get a lazy Black Beast? You say he has no title aspirations. I say, I, I don't know about that entirely. I think that you have to, in the back of your mind, keep title aspirations at the age that he's at, at heavyweight, because you know how things could turn, right? It could happen. You knock out two people, and all of a sudden you're in, you're in a position again. Because we all know, how many times do they revolving door with contenders at heavyweight? It was like mm -hmm. Verdum, and then Verdum went all the way back down, and then fight is all the way back up, gets the chance. The heavyweight's weird. You peak at, like, 38, whereas— Maybe uh, it's just his mindset that he doesn't care— if he fights for a title, well, or at this point, at this point, coming off of the losses that he's had, they weren't really like he, he has just, he didn't just show, knocked a shit out of Dawkins, which I he like, didn't show any. He didn't show even a shred of ability to to like get over the hump. You know, when it comes to like the yeah. top three guys in the division, he'll never beat them <clears throat> the way he is now. He's got a lot to work on, so maybe he's just down being the gatekeeper and that exciting knockout guy, which I think is good in the UFC, but I think it 
it kind of runs its course a little bit because the amount of heavyweight contenders there are, there's just not many, right? If he wins this weekend, does he do a shoey thing with the? He won't. He says he he is actually so disgusted by that. I saw him. That's uh, why he wants to knock him out yeah. even more. Like he's like he's so gross that I'm gonna beat the shit out of him just for that. I just feel like you could do anything else as a celebration. Why that? <laughs> like you Why don't know the person that? whose shoe that you're putting in your mouth. Right, like, dude. They can have literally like the the. Oh god, ugh. I just just thinking. I can't. <laughs> just thinking about it. Not fun times at no. all. So hopefully he wins, so we don't have to see that shit. Well, no, I <laughs> don't mind. I mean, he'll probably do one anyway if he loses. If he walks to the back and like they're all like, "Yeah, good, good try," and then he's like, well, "I'll do one." Personally, anyway. I'd rather <laughs> see. As much as I'm a fan of the Black Beast, and I'm back on board watching him. I'm excited to see him fight. I personally would like to see Tuivasa get the W just to see some new blood in the in the heavy injected into the heavyweight contenders. Now, I don't think he's going to do anything with it because they're very similar in terms of stylistically. They're just going to stand such a there big and drop bang. off in the heavyweight division, right? Do you think like you feel that way too? Like, I Ngano is obviously the champ and then I do feel that way. Do you want to know why there's a big drop off, Tommy? Do you know why? Because they in don't, America they all play football. Yes, and they all are in the NBA. You don't see any look at the top 5. Right, you got the Black Beast. You got, I guess, Stipe, right? But then I actually have a really good clip I could send you of Chris talking about this a few years ago. It's hilarious. We could never repost it on the internet again, <laughs> but it is amazing. But anyway, yeah. Point being is that if you look around the defensive lines in the NFL, you're going to find all your heavyweight champions, and that goes for boxing too. You got heavyweight well, boxing. Well, well, for instance, uh, Greg Hardy. Like he, well, that's another point. John Jones is is by far the worst athlete in his family. He's arguably the best fighter ever. Chandler Jones trained MMA. He would rip John's head off. You know, like that's the the, the pedigree of athlete that's playing in the NFL. That's a different level. I say the same thing about soccer. If you took Odell Beckham, Devontae Adams, Jalen Ramsey, and and instead of handing them a football at three years old, said, "Here, go kick this around for the next thirty years," you would the United States would never lose in the World Cup either. All of our best athletes don't play those. So just sports. because they chose football, we don't have yes. a heavyweight. And division. now you look at you look at like England. He's got a point. You look no, at that's England. A great point. Yeah, you look no. at England and like all of their big huge athletes. Guess who? It's like uh, they play rugby. Well, well, Tyson Fury, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so. then you got uh, Anthony Joshua. Like they're boxing, right? I guess Wilder is the exception here, but guess what? Wilder's probably also a failed football player. Like, if he had his way, he would probably be playing football at Alabama and then in the NFL. Not just football. He could have been a failed basketball player. Well, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> he's like I don't six, think he, eight. Yeah, yeah he's but no, he's, he's, he's six six and he's not a guard. He would, you know, so... I have a hard have to, time picturing either or any of those three guys doing anything but boxing. Like, I have you, a hard time. Do you want to put it into perspective, too, about how big NBA players actually are and how freakishly athletic they are? Like, how big does... Um, I told you I met. How I met big does Giannis Deontay Wilder look? Florida, right? You see Deontay Wilder, Wilder looks like he's six ten, right? He's like an inch taller than Russell Westbrook. That's nuts. That's nuts, right? Yeah. So I try and put it into perspective too. With even with LeBron playing in the NFL, like what's a big corner six two? Watch LeBron stand next to somebody that's six two. You know who's going to cover that? You just can't. So back to the point. All of our athletes in America, they don't box and they don't. They don't even wrestle. They don't play. They don't go out for MMA. They're playing sports. And if you're good and you're big, you're going to be excelling in a sport that you're going to get paid a lot of money in right out of the gate. Go to school for. You don't see box. There's not like a, a boxing team for every high school. Do you think there's ever going to be a point where, you know, how we're getting a lot of these, like, you know, the Nate Robinsons of the world, like those kinds of guys that want to go try boxing? Will there ever be like 
an MMA variety of that. Like, I yes. want to fight MMA, but I, I'm not an MMA fighter. It was. Bully beatdown. Yeah, but that's that's, uh, that's not, like, like I get what you're saying. You know what how saying? they do, like, celebrity boxing. But MMA. But celebrity fighting. Yeah. Instead of them boxing, like, they can go in there guy, and choke each other out. That's where a guy will out. get killed, is what I'm saying. That's where a guy uh, will get killed. Here's why when, you, when you load them up with these big-ass 17, 18-ounce gloves... There's going to be some knockouts, but I don't know if you're going to die. Can I explain? Now, this is good. This is good for any listener out there that might not know this. The um, the hand when you when you have MMA gloves on, I mean, I guess I get what your point is though. Like bare knuckle boxing, nobody's dying, right? Yeah. Which is to me, I'm like that is human cock. So the point that I'm making is like an MMA fighter wrapping his hand in an MMA glove is like really dangerous. It's a lot worse than getting hit with a bare knuckle. Like you, you which, put it, which blows me well, away. The no. tape on your because hand it's, it's to protect your hand is the glove. The, like the, 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 the padding isn't for the person's face. That's getting hit at all. It's so you don't break your hand and you could keep fighting and keep using your weapons. That's it. Like if you had bare knuckles, like you can't fight like the way they do. That's why you watch a guy's hands after a bare knuckle boxing, which we're about to get to in a minute. This is actually a good segue. When do we get to the pillow fighting? That's what their I Their hands are destroyed. <laughs> the end got to it. Their hands are destroyed and in MMA they wrap them because they want to protect their hands. Mm. Now, if you had that's trained fighters with their hands wrapped, right? I don't know of any untrained celebrities that are going to be going out there and throwing harder punches. Now, you might make the case that these guys could absorb the punches better, but in reality, there is no training that's absorbing punches And it would better. be boring because they would be looking to grapple and then... Just lay on top of each be, other yeah, and just, hope, just be hope to God they don't die. Yeah, you yeah, almost I mean, have to keep them separate. Maybe kickboxing. I was just, I was just going to say, what about kickboxing? Well, then a little bit more like, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. You know, a couple but of... But go the, back to your point about the heavyweight division. If you look at New Jersey... There is no heavyweight fighters here. We had Sean Teed, who used to come on the show. He was a heavyweight. Where is he now? <clears throat> he was signed to Bellator. He lost his first Bellator fight, and I haven't heard from him since. We should reach out um, to him, try to get him back on. <laughs> like but, a Where uh, Are You Now segment on Chop. Yeah, so. Heads, combat he has, sports. Like, no, right now, he's probably at work. <laughs> like, working a regular job. FedEx. He, had, yeah. he had no heavyweights to train with. So he would be going. Yes, yeah, so how do you get prepped for something? He would like be going that? to Nick Tones and training with like Corey Anderson, who's a light heavyweight. Mm. That was the only person that he could train with. Who else are you going to train with? Like Frankie Edgar at 155 pounds? <laughs> no, you you know what I mean? Like that would look like a chihuahua humping, your, humping a giant's leg. Yeah. No, uh, it wouldn't right. work. Yeah. Right. You got to go out to places like Colorado, you know, American Top Team. Like you have to actually travel. And not that many people are willing to do that. Just pick up and uproot to go to a camp that might work out. Or, or you know where out. you have to go? Europe. Because all the, and you get some big, you, there's a lot of guys training in Europe that are big. And there's just not a lot of guys yeah. in the United States that are. So moving off of the UFC, because we just ran that one into the earth. I think Adesanya is going to win. I think um, I, I want Tuivasa to win, but I think Black Beast will win. And then I also think Strickland would potentially get the title shot from there. Moving off of UFC onto bare knuckle, because we just saw Jeremy Stevens, who was released from his UFC contract, and a perfect home for him, I think, is bare knuckle boxing. Because when we see Jeremy Stevens fight, all we want to do is see him sit there and, and throw lose. crazy punches and potentially <laughs> lose. But but you agree that this is a... a a perfect organization for him to get in, involved with. Yeah, it's. I still can't figure out how Filthy Feldman is getting the money to pay these guys. Like, all right, so Paige Van Zant. You I don't know their got, contracts, dude. 
Except no, for Paige Van Zandt. You don't know they're, who's they're getting making lucrative contracts. Paige Van Zandt, Rachel Ostovich, they were getting Who paid. runs this old ordeal? David Feldman. So is he like a hedge fund guy? Like, where is he, where's his money no coming idea. from? I don't know. Drugs? Scumbag. Oh, okay. Cocaine. Scumbag. Yeah, no, no, we could call fine. him a scumbag. It's, just, we're, it's completely fine. Okay. He's a scumbag. I've scumbag. been on record to say uh, he's a scumbag on sure. this show but, several times. Like, I personally know guys that fight for BKFC, like Isaac Valley Flag, who was in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not making 30 grand to walk out there, and he, he's, a, he's a name, too. You know what I mean? So Jeremy they Steven, should. <laughs> uh, Chris Lieben didn't get. Oh, well, Lieben was a human punching bag his entire career. He was undefeated in B- BKFC. Yeah, he was their champ. In but, BKFC, fine. I'm talking about his UFC but, career. But look, these guys aren't getting, nobody's getting paid like that. A couple guys are getting paid like that. And, and maybe like in me, this case, a couple girls are getting paid like that. But hmm. that's what it comes down to. I mean, so Van Zandt's going to sell you a pay-per-view. And her only no, fans. Yeah. See, that's the funny thing. No, they don't their sell. Their pay-per-views sell between five to like 10,000. That's, that's not, it. Wait, buys or dollars? Buys. Okay, well, buys is another thing. Like, if it was only ten grand, I would say, like, you're fucked. The entire 10,000 people to watch your pay-per-view? How much are they charging? 30 bucks. Unless they're charging $150. And it's, and it's still on their own app. Like so then, the, so then the they're, yeah. they're like laundering money somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's <laughs> There's crazy. no way they can afford these guys. And they they, have, There's no way they can afford Van Zant by herself. And they have these fights in, like, during... The whole COVID, they actually had fans in the stands because it was in like Biloxi, Mississippi. Yeah, that's like, that they have like every third places. event is in is in somewhere crazy where they just so are, they're like the, the the VFW is paying you to be there basically, you know, and like oh Joe's Pizza is sponsoring the event so that we don't have to pay rent and to pay that Jeremy Stevens like okay so six he's getting paid six hundred thousand that's what Francis Bullshit. got paid now no, now what? wait 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 wait, wait got paid wait, for his last wait, fight. yeah but wait. you keep talking on paper so yeah, can we right. can we have a conversation about this now is he I need to know more details because you're saying he's getting paid more than Ngannou. Now, you probably read a shitty headline. No, I said he's getting paid $600,000, which is what Ngannou got paid. Okay, so he's getting paid $600,000. That was Ngannou's bottom line. That was Ngannou's bottom line to show, right? So then there's pay-per-view money on top of that, yes. which probably not not much because he can't sell a fight what for is shit. the What is the breakdown there? It's only it's only the guys that are main eventers get, that get the pay-per-view no, no, clicks? only if you're a champion. Or if you're a Diaz. Or if you're a Diaz. Well, no, because there's other guys. There's other guys. Is, would, is it worked into their it's deal? Gotta be, yeah. It's got to be worked okay. into the contract. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and it's not um, a per... It's not like, all right, for arbitrary purposes, like, let's just say the next card is only Colby, and everybody else is, like, very undercard. Is Colby, like, the only one to no, make pay-per-view no, click no, money, no. or is it actually... First of all, they won't have a pay-per-view without a title fight, so there's always going to be a, a, a title fight on a pay-per-view. There's been one... Right where they kind of had to break that rule because of injuries and and pullouts, where they like or made a title fight. Yeah, it was like you remember that happening. I guess it was like a year ago. Wasn't it the Nate Diaz? Uh, oh, Masvidal the Nate fight. Was it Nate and Connor? Nate and Connor. Nate and Connor won. They ended up making that no the main event. Fight. There was no nope. title fight. Correct. On that, right. So there was one instance. The title of that. fight was actually the co-main event. And the only reason why they were even able to make that. The main event was because Nate Diaz already has that worked into his contract. Okay. I imagine. I was just curious to see, see how that worked. But I mean, if you're looking to make a splash for BKFC, it ain't over the hill Jeremy Stevens who's been in the game for so long. Like well, you're saying make a splash. Insane. I think it's a good signing. I'm down to see Jeremy Stevens go in there without the threat of a takedown and just go out there and trade boat and, you know, throw bombs with his bare knuckles. I'm down to watch him get cut up and cut someone up. I like Jeremy Stevens as a fighter. He kind of off outside the cage, he's like, you know, I'd like to slap him around a little bit, you know, <laughs> Jeremy. No, but 
just I don't think that Jeremy Stevens' contract is six hundred thousand dollars a fight, which is what Ngannou got last time. So we really want to be serious about it. Did he sign a six hundred thousand uh, dollar deal for fight deal? He's probably getting paid like one fifty, which is still a lot, but more yeah, more it's, reasonable. It, it's it for BKFC. It's insane because Paige fought twice, right? Now Rachel Ostevich was she, really good she won her first fight? No. No, she lost her second fight too. She lost both fights. So she's 0 and 2 in this thing. She's 0 and 2. She don't care a goddamn. I just scrolled again on her Instagram. Hello. You know, like, yeah. like she don't care. But like Rachel Ostevich, she was making amazing money. Right. She fought one fight. She hasn't fought in like two years now. <laughs> it's just You know what I mean? Uh, it's yeah. like no, I know, I get so it. So they're I think they're just hemorrhaging money. And they're doing these. WCW-esque signings. Oh, where, where they're getting paid just, out the just asshole. Just throw the, the checkbook at them so right. we can start getting some some viewership. And here. then on, on top of that, working. in their deals in WCW, they were getting like, oh, by the way, you can also create your own storylines. Yeah. And like, they're, they're working that kind of shit in their contract. That's I'm going to pay you $100 million to sit at home, too, for the next six months. That's like that's what these contracts remind me of with BKFC. You, better, you guys better be careful insane. about letting this WCW talk bleed into my MMA Sorry, out, sorry, right? sorry. I'm going to fucking get out of here right now. <laughs> Kick that door off but the yeah, it's. Just, it's it's just insanity to me, and everybody's all over the like flipping out. Look, I understand that we all want the fight. I want to know where these forums money. are at. All these for all the everybody. You don't pay Shop attention. To, no, you don't pay attention the, to Twitter. Well done. Huh? Now that I'm not on Facebook for the time being, I've been paying attention to Twitter. Dude, how many times can you possibly get suspended from Facebook? You and my stepmom have to be like neck and neck <laughs> with the amount of times you guys are Look, suspended. Look, for this past year, six months have been spent in meta-correctional facility. <laughs> meta-correctional facility. I love it. I, I feel like John little. Jones. I, uh, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> We all agree that fighters need to get paid more money. We could say that till we're blue in the face. Here's sure. the thing. Dana White is not making the lion's share. You know who's making the lion's share? The company that spent $4.2 billion to buy the UFC. Then they should be getting the lion's like, share. So they saying, own like, the damn company. They have a huge nut They had their biggest cover. year ever by like 10 times last year. So they already made their nut. But because of what they're doing. Like well, the, the UFC, Apex and everything like yeah, that. They, they, yeah, they, they, I mean, the, the pandemic actually like helped the UFC tenfold. Because guess what? That was the only thing you can watch at one point. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like everybody's no, talking they about started what's, to realize, what's in Dana's pocket. They started to realize their business model isn't necessarily smart. And they were like, we have this Apex. Like the, t the gate isn't really making these guys much. It costs a lot of money to put, it on, put on an event. They're getting all advertising dollars yeah. and TV money anyway. Rent out so T-Mobile Arena. That fight that night, was. let's like let's just keep this family, friends and family. It's like a soft opening well, to watch your people get the I shit kicked of out of them. Is because we always say how much boxers make, right? Like you know, Floyd making one hundred and thirty million dollars. Well, how much do you think the actual promoter is making? Maybe the boxers are really underpaid, but because we hear a hundred something million dollars. No, they also flash no, their dollars no, like they, they're no, making. Boxers a bit. aren't paid well by any stretch. Name nobody in combat sports. Uh, you can is name paid a, well. No, no, let's be honest. There's a couple boxers get paid, but you have to you have to pay your dues just like anywhere else. Even more so in boxing than in MMA. For example, Bellator is paying guys pretty handsomely out of the gate. If you have a, a small following and a name, right? UFC, even still, they're paying. If you're 10 fights in in your boxing career or even three fights into your boxing career, what do you think you're getting paid to be in a three-round fight on the undercard on ESPN? 2500 bucks. You know, if that. Best. If that. If you win. 
right? So let's be real. These boxers aren't making money either. Canelo makes money, you know, but so does Connor, you know? So yeah, yeah, like when you're looking at the top, you don't also talk about endorsements and all this other stuff. That's, that's where they make their money. And sponsorships. That's what I just understood. Said. Understood. Thing. So, so UFC fighters are allowed to have a sponsor deal. They're allowed to have endorsement deals. What they're not allowed to do is bring it out with them on fight week. They can bring out the rocks, new <laughs> shoe. So, so, <laughs> shoe so look pretty cool. So very I understand that aspect of it. Them? And fight week is like their, their big money maker and the UFC definitely handcuffs them there. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly, but it doesn't take the sponsorship opportunity off the table entirely. Like it's that whole you uniform could, look that Dana wanted to go for. Well, that, that didn't play out well. Nah, Nobody looks not. the same. It looks like shit. I hate their their walk. They're, the new ones are better. I lo- well, it's because it's Venom. Yeah, Venom the Venom ones cool. are much better. Well, because Venom's been a a company for MMA since the very very beginning. It was Venom like was my Boy first Venom. shorts that I wore over my singlet in my first wrestling really? gear. Venom, yeah. Well, see now if you were in the WWE, you could wear tap out and not you know feel bad about it like everybody else used to have to. Well, because they got there's. Isn't tap out still with WWE or no? Tap that's a third. That's their main like. Are you allowed to wear a tap out anymore? Is that a th- is that? That just shows that you're a wrestling fan by 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 proxy or like you're talking about. In so general? it's like like if I was to walk out of here today and be like, I gotta go change. I'm going out and grabbing a beer. Grab my affliction shirt. Like that. Yeah, yeah no. you can't do casual that. Casual Dave just went from like casual Dave to like Dave's not allowed to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what with affliction? Yeah, if you had that you was walk, a thing, bro. No, if you walked in right now, so many if you were like, so did I. I. could you imagine? How <laughs> Actually, fucking, you know what? I couldn't afford the affliction shirts, so I got like the knock. How funny would it be? Like, how funny would it be if Dave affliction. got Dave went into the other room? He went into the other room to change. He's like, oh, we're gonna do the MMA segment. He's like, oh, I'm gonna change. And he came in with an affliction shirt on. I would fucking <laughs> affliction shirt. I would kick like him in the juke. nuts. Can you imagine? Kick you in the Just nuts. Showing up and like with my gloves way. on and everything. Like, let's go, let's go. It's time for a podcast. <laughs> Holy shit! They used to make fun of me there too. I, I, I wore MMA gloves for my wrestling character, and they're like, why are you wearing them? I'm like, I don't know. It hurts less when I punch people. <laughs> They didn't let you have well, that your one. Working like, punches nope. really My working suck, punches huh? were... No, no, no. My, you were stiff. I was all told right, I guys, had a hell right. of a jab. I had like a hell of a fake jab. So <laughs> that's break. Now we go to break. That's a perfect yeah, way to segue. It's a perfect segue to break. Yo, so UFC coming up. I'm excited about it. Obviously, yeah. UFC, the card is the night before the Super Bowl. So that's... A, everybody's going to be right at the rock. So... I'm with you in lockstep with everything that you said as far as, like, your predictions are concerned. I'm with that. I don't know if you have any different. No, I'm. So we're all in lockstep here as who we think is going to win. Tune into UFC uh, 271. Yeah, be on the lookout for the pick bitches. Picks out on her Twitter. Dina Simpson will be back here on. She's a producer of the live daily show. She'll make her picks on Friday or her leans. It could be another edition of a lean Friday with Dina Simpson. But go follow her. Um, I forget. I think it's at the real Dina Simpson. Earlier in the week. The Dina Simpson. At the Dina Simpson because she is the only Dina Simpson in the country, apparently. Uh, So go check her out. And, uh, yeah, let's go to break. I'll save your plugs for after the wrestling thing. Sure. Right. The the daily plugs. Yes. The yes. daily plugs. All right. Yeah. We'll be back. Well, they'll be back in a minute, guys. All right. Cool. I won't. Word. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA. AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. All right, welcome back to the Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast hey. with now your host, Dave Sturgeo, and of course the Reverend Tommy D. Chris no. just stepped out because... 
it's like he's like allergic to wrestling or something like that, which is I don't think him. he wants to get into it because if he does, then he's going to feel like a hypocrite because he makes fun of it so much. Okay, fine, fine, fair, fair. Um, but anyway, we, we covered a lot of the UFC coming up, UFC 271. Excited about that. We're excited about what we just witnessed this past weekend in the world of independent wrestling, and that's our my boys over at WrestlePro. I was there, called all the action with my boy, Josh. Josh, Josh. Chernoff <laughs> of Fight TV. We broadcasted that on Fight TV. A lot of, lot of viewers, massive crowd. We have at least, I want to say 500 plus. That's easy. With the Rawway Rec Center, you kind of get a judge of mm -hmm. what, like we had like 300 floor seats, 200 people in the bleed. It was a lot of people over at the Rawway Rec Center. I want to shout out a couple people that, that went above and beyond as far as the card is concerned. Like I said, it was a rumble, right? Our, our, our rumble topped WWE's men's rumble at the very least. I mean, that's not hard that, to do. I was about to say, you're setting we the bar it. really low. But there. we did it. There was surprises left and right. Uh, the return of Starman happened. That was a thing. Starman? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like from the, the 80s oh, video yeah. game? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's I got awesome. to catch you up with all that stuff. That was fun. Um, there, But great showings. Matt McIntosh was in the Rumble. Uh, the big deal, Craig Steele. All my boys that I've I known. I checked out uh, Matt McIntosh on YouTube. Like I told you to. Yeah. And? Wow. Yeah. Told you that, man. And, and, like, and now he's adding size. And he hasn't lost a step. So imagine what he's about to be able to do in the world of pro wrestling. Okay, Jacob Fatu, where are you at? Got somebody for you to work with soon. Uh, I'm, you know what? I don't even know. Maybe they have worked in the past. I don't know. Matt McIntosh has been all over the tri-state area, as far as I know. Uh, but yeah, other guys, uh, which we call Bobby Wayward out there. You got and there's an, that's the guy you got to check out because now you're all for you know MMA crossover pro wrestling, mm -hmm. right? You want to talk about a guy who's a submission expert? He's also a guy he'll pick you apart. Right, he'll also uh, wrestle you, out wrestle you. Not talking about pro wrestling, out amateur wrestle you, and then he'll also kick your head off. You know who else is like? He's that? great. Besides Bobby Fish, but Davy Richards. Davy Richards was supposed to be on our uh, card. He was supposed to tag up with Eddie Edwards. The Wolves were supposed to come mm -hmm. back against um, the Bear Country, which was Bear Bronson and um, Bear uh, Bear Boulder. Right, the Bear Country. Are they related to Bear Bryant. Uh, no, uh, but I will say that their replacement was pretty suitable. As a man, you might know him from Yonkers, New York. They may or may not call him the innovator of violence. It was Tommy Dreamer was the replacement for Davey Richards. He came out, crowd went nuts. I miss Tommy you Dreamer. You miss Tommy Dreamer, my friend. And he went out there and did his thing. He looks great. Um, that whole card, top to bottom, there was uh, Scarlett Bordeaux, Bordeaux was in action. She went against Harley. Uh, this girl I think it's only like her third match, and or I could be wrong. I, that's probably wrong and inaccurate. She's green as shit. Very, very new. She went toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Great match. Great women's wrestling match there. Uh, Killer Cross debuted. Boy, oh boy. He just looks angry at this point. Because, I mean, look, he was misused. We all know that. NXT was his bread and butter. Then they brought him up to the main roster, and it's just like, like what, what are we doing here? Like, can we please get him a better push? Uh, that, that, they put a skirt on him. I don't know. Whatever they did with Cross's character. Not a fan of what they did with him at Raw. But now he's joining um, the, what is it called? Uh, the Collective? No, it's called, yes. It's called the um, Narrative. Control your narrative. There you go. Three guys. It's him, it's EC3, and it's Braun Strowman. EC3. EC3 is another phenomenal talent. I've and met so him. And it's not Braun Strowman. It's Adam Scher. He gets Sorry. very upset when people call him Braun Strowman. Sorry. Okay, please, <laughs> for the love of God, don't break me in half. Yeah, and I'm right? a big guy, and I know you could probably just roll me up in a basketball yeah, you talk about somebody me. who total body transformation. He, got, he went from a power lifter, because that's what he was before he became the wrestling. You look at him now. It looks amazing. 
Dude, I, he looked amazing when he was a, when WWE. His run there, he looked great. He was a lot thicker when he first started. He's, he's more shredded. Now. Yeah, now, like I said, now he's dropping it, not dropping the weight and stuff. But, yeah, so we had a phenomenal event top to bottom. Uh, it was it was fun. Uh, uh, it was great to see everybody. I got to see Flip Gordon again. Haven't seen him in a, in a hot minute. Uh, we actually hung out back in... WrestleCon Orlando, right? And I haven't seen him since. And he said he sucked at basketball. Oh, he was terrible at basketball. And at the end of the night, he asked me because we're in the gym, right? We're in the we're we're closing up shop, and he's like, "You got a ball?" And I was like, "Miss me with that, bro. You know, you know. First of all, you don't want this smoke. Second of all, you still stink. So you can do all the flips you want. You can't shoot a basketball worth the shit, and he knows it too. Uh, but it was good to see everybody. And um, you know, independent wrestling is alive and well. You know, and it, it's good. The main event, Matt Cardona, bro. That was my first post-WWE Matt Cardona action live that I've seen him. He don't give a shit no. about anybody. No, Ready for this? Ready for this spot? In a world of a pandemic, in the middle of a goddamn pandemic, right? There's a, there's a fan, a super fan. We call him Mittens. I don't know if you've ever seen him on any of the shows because he's usually quite close to the action, right? So he's in the aisle way. Here comes Matt Cardona for the main event. He's taking on Dan Moff. Dan Moff is obviously a legend in this business, right? So you better show respect to Dan Moff. And clearly, he didn't, right? But Cardona comes out. He's got his Impact uh, Digital Media Championship. He's got his uh, Internet Championship. He's got all the belts, the right? GCW belt? Uh, I didn't see the GCW belt. They always leave that one at home. Yeah, well, maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't a good idea market wise marketing wise to to bring that belt onto a wrestle pro show even though they're all we're all friends it doesn't matter um but he comes out this kid mittens is flipping them off like hard right flipping them off like f you man you suck you're a disgrace blah 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 i see matt run over not run over kind of walk over i thought he was going to do like a, a lap around in the crowd he goes and finds the first bottle of water he can find takes a sip spits it right in this kid's face and i'm just like i'm, I'm on commentary i'm like uh he's got it he, uh, he's got like, it what the fuck just happened you know like, he's got he's got the heel mentality oh down. it's great and somebody probably told him that that guy was a super fan and no no no. they definitely know each other like yeah at some point they've hooked like they've they've met you know what i mean so and i'm sure that guy had the time of his life and now he's telling all his buddies woo 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 yeah, spit yeah. in my face last night he's just yeah he was giving he was giving everybody high fives and shit like around him like i just got spit yeah. in the face <laughs> That's what it's all about. That's a though. badge of honor now. Like you wrestling marks especially, out there. Like, calm especially down. At those, uh, We're in the middle those, of a pandemic. Those independent shows. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, in any event, great show. Top to bottom. We're back on March 19th. We're bringing back uh, Tony Nese is coming back for that one. He's going against Bobby Wayward. This is our third. The trilogy will continue there. That there was a little bit of a... a um, a rivalry brewing there. So Bobby Wayward, Anthony Nice, or Tony Nice rather. And obviously uh, the Bear Bear Country defended and, and successfully defended against Eddie Edwards and Tommy Dreamer. They're next up, the Rock and Roll Express, which, boy, oh boy. Like, we're Ricky and Robert. I mean, Why the one guy hits a friggin' Canadian destroyer the other night. Like, this is happening, ladies and gentlemen. Like, the Rock and Roll Express, we're in 2022, and the Rock and Roll Expresses are out there doing their thing. I just want Jim Cornette to come running out after him. What the hell are you doing? Are you guys out of your mind? Oh, fuck him. <laughs> well, no, don't you ever say that in my presence again. What, you like Jim Cornette? Love Jim Cornette. He's the biggest piece of shit in wrestling. He's the greatest piece of shit <laughs> Move over so you're back on camera there, Chief. He's the greatest piece of shit in wrestling. <laughs> I love Jim you're Cornette. You're awful. He sucks. He's just, I feel like, I feel like, 
He's the ultimate get off my lawn wrestling guy. Yeah. Like everything. That's not good. It's I'll tell you what, man. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like he's a, he's such a conspiracy theorist. Like he's just like this guy that but he's been around for, but nobody cares what he has to say anymore, man. Move over, bro. Move over. Nobody cares about Jim I'm Cornette pretty, anymore. I'm pretty sure we would kill to have his podcast number. I don't want. I don't care. No, no, no. See, yeah, you, you bow down to the man over there, and I, I'm not bowing down to Jim Cornette. You're out of your mind. I'll slap that bitch right in his face. I will slap Jim Cornette <laughs> right across his mouth. He oh, wants man. to come get me. Come get me, Jim Cornette. You're not. You can't touch me. I'm sorry. There I'm untouchable go. here. I'm untouchable. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm, 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 as I say that in my head, I'm like, should I be editing this out? Like, am I doing the wrong thing here? I don't care. Nah, don't look, care. he can't hate. What's you he going to do? He, what, he what? can't hate you as much as he hates Vince Russo. So you're good. He to can't hate me much as he hates pro wrestling, because <laughs> <laughs> he don't love pro wrestling anymore. I'm telling you right now, he just doesn't. Ah, uh, but anyway, uh, great show. But March 19th, we're back. Rock and Roll Express, Bear Country, Tony Nese, Bobby Wayward. Ready for this one? Bombshell, Kevin Matthews, Jay Lethal. Coming back to New Jersey to take on Kevin Matthews. So I'll be waiting for my my media. You want you want a me, you want a media credential for this one because this yeah. one's going to be good. Um, but yeah, so WrestlePro had a great successful weekend. I'm excited about that. Other things to get to. Um, literally, like a, a a minute and a half after we stopped recording yeah. last week, which always happens. It typically, always happens. So uh, here comes the money is no longer around. What what happened to Shane McMahon, bro? Do, do you think Vince? Called him, hey, uh, Shane, come here, buddy. You're fired! Mm -mm. His own mm -mm. son. Mm -mm. But he wished him a happy birthday on Twitter. <laughs> After the fact? <laughs> no, Vince is ruthless. Well, like, he'll do whatever he I wants. I told you, like I said, he had caused a lot of shit uh, backstage at the Rumble. And that's just why... Just by putting himself in it? Yeah. Not, not just by putting himself in it. I told you, it kept changing as the day was going on. Brock Lesnar wanted to have a bigger role than he was having at that point. And Shane was vetoing that because he wanted Rollins to have a bigger role. And then nobody could agree on anything, so Shane just entered himself into the Rumble. And Austin And Theory, all those stiff bombs that yeah, he's throwing out there. Austin Theory's <laughs> spot in the, the Elimination Chamber was supposed to be his. That was supposed to be Shane in that. And that was going to so work into see, WrestleMania. I'm not... I, I'm lost, I guess. I'm confused. If Shane McMahon wasn't supposed to be in the Rumble, what the hell would make him be in the Elimination Chamber? I don't know. How do you, how do you work that in? I on an episode what, of Raw? I didn't know that Shane was actually part of booking shit. Of course, I mean, he's Vince's son. Of course he's going to book shit. Who are you talking about you didn't know? Like, that's the way it's his, raw, it's his job. Oof. Well, you're not happy about that? No. He can do whatever he wants. Not anymore. Well, not, clearly not anymore. <laughs> now here, here's 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 now segue. Look, Shane's gone. We'll see what happens. But will we see what happens right away? Because is he going to land anywhere else? I don't think that's a thing. I don't think he would go against his father. I truly do not. If anything, I would think he would invest in his money in an MMA company of some variation. Um, that's where I think he would go. I wouldn't mind seeing him do an independent circuit. He can do that. He can buy WrestlePro. I'm sure Pat would be like, sure, why not? You know what I mean? Like, But now here's another thing that I want to segue to, and that's, um, yeah, you can't seem to figure out how to straighten yourself out. There nope. you go. <laughs> so if you want to look, you can look at me and and turn yourself without being a complete jabroon. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah, just piss greatness. Um, no, but uh, my question is this. Mr. Khan has come out and said there's a forbidden door match coming up on AEW. 
this Wednesday. As people listen to this, it's Tuesday. Any idea who that could be? Not a clue, right? AEW this is a tight, actually very tight lip yeah, with man. their their dirt sheet stuff, which I like because I don't feel like they don't have a melter in the po- in, in the locker room trying to. I don't feel like digging for it. I mean, I don't want to give that guy credit, but that's how mm. I found out about all that other stuff was it was coming from him. Um, I hope it's not Shane. It can't be Shane. There's a match. It's against uh, I. I'm now I'm blanking, but there's a match set up where it's somebody versus the Forbidden Door guy. Somebody's already contracted. Forbidden Door guy. Yeah, whoever that could be. I forget. Oh, damn, that's a, I'm like feel disrespectful uh, in that event. I'm going to look it up right now. Just fill me in with some uh, some filler there, there, Chief. Uh, as far as as I look this up, you're probably not going to do that for me. But hey, whatever. But, you know, so what do I say? <laughs> I don't know what to do, and it's just me. Go ahead, go ahead. You ever see that one episode of Twilight Zone where that guy's head exploded? <laughs> Did somebody see scanners? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. It's uh, there was a graphic that I kept looking at and I seeing mean, that it. No, it's gonna it's gonna bother me because I don't want to like disrespect yeah, the guy. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard. I mean, they've been saying the whole forbidden door thing for a while wow, now. I can't find this guy. Um, this is insane. But I'm just gonna look up Khan. How about that? His his oh. his thing. Man, that, that Tony Khan. There we go. I'll look up his Twitter. There it is. Isaiah Cassidy. Is it going to be wrestling Forbidden Door guy? This is the graphic right here. So if you want to see that on the camera, that's the graphic right there. Forbidden Door guy is uh, is coming this week. So I'm interested. So I'm just going to read Tony Khan's tweet. This is this is what he said two days ago. The Forbidden Door can be open for anyone from any wrestling promotion across the world, whether or not it's a company AEW is on good terms with, even if it's someone from a company that is open for business. They're also welcome to slam the door in the face of their prior company. Um, with uh, with a great showing tonight, TNT title bout, Isaiah Kennedy, uh, Cassidy, rather, sorry, has earned a qualifying match for a spot in the face of the Revolution ladder match on TNT title shot was at sick. His opponent will debut Wednesday and sign a contract with AEW live on the air. Who can it be? Who's if, if Khan's going to put this out like this in that context, who the hell could it be? I would like it. It's got to be a big name. I would like it to be Ricochet, to be honest with you. I don't think that it is. Wow. Love it to be Ricochet. Wow. I, I don't know his contract situation, but that's a great name because I feel like he's been lost completely in the shuffle. And he's one yeah. of the most exciting guys to watch in person. He does a little bit too much of like the like I love high flying stuff. I do. But this but Forbidden Door is is alluding to the fact that he's still A, not under contract, but at least maybe it expires the following week or something like that. Because I'm thinking it's something that WWE has taped, is what I'm thinking. So it's they either tape anymore? NXT? That can't be live, is it? Mm, you might be. Is right. Superstar still a thing? Or no. the 205 Superstars. Live? Superstars. 205 Live or whatever? No. That's not a thing anymore? Mm-mm. It's not even a show anymore. Nope. Jesus Christ. Okay. I thought it was, but it had to be, to me, that had to be something. I know Raw and SmackDown are live, so the only way I could see this happening is if somebody is on SmackDown. No, it, it, it's done. It had to be if someone on SmackDown this past Friday mm-hmm. or Monday tonight as we record, somebody there will be appearing on AEW like a, like on Wednesday. A, like a Laundra Blaze showing up no, with the Remember belt. Rick Rude? He was on both companies at the same time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So it could be that too because they're on Wednesdays against NXT. Is there anybody in NXT that you... that? That's a tape. There it is. I figured it out right there, folks. 
It's somebody from NXT. 2. Maybe it's Shawn Michaels. Oh. No, I don't gonna, think you're going to wrestle this guy, Cassidy. I don't think it is, but could you imagine? Oh, I love it. I would love it. I'm a biggest Shawn Michaels mark of all time. But I'm saying it's got to be somebody to wrestle this guy, Cassidy, right? And, and it's got to be somebody. I think it's going to be somebody from NXT 2.0. I don't watch enough NXT 2.0 to think, is there anybody on that roster that would make the biggest splash of no, all time? No. Zero? No, it's got to be it's got to be somebody from either the Raw and we keep saying Raw or SmackDown. It could be from Impact. It could be from New Japan. But it could but, be from All Japan. Yeah, but the problem is Impact has already crossed over. Right? Impact's already crossed over. Unless New AJ Japan, St- what about I don't AJ know Styles? enough about it. What AJ, what's AJ Styles' contract like? I don't know. But he would have to appear on Raw tonight as his last night. I as excited as we are talking about this for Wednesday night. It's right? going to be garbage. That's what I feel like. No, but you know stupid. what, though? You know what, though? That's the thing. If it was WWE teasing this, and they did Maybe it. Maybe it's Veer Mahal since they keep teasing him. Well, no, it's not. But uh, what I'm saying is this. Like, they've they've said it enough. Like, WWE, if WWE was to do this, right, it would fall flat on its face, no matter who it was. It would be like... Christian Cage returns. You know what I mean? Like it would be, and it's not. That's not a bad thing. I love Christian, but I'm saying like you would be like, and then the, it would happen. You're like, okay, cool. You know, like but AEW, I feel like will will deliver. Like this, I feel like Wednesday night's going to be Jeff. a big. No- Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Because WWE was like, hey, you can come back to work. He's like, no, I want my drug test results to prove to you that I'm not on drugs. So Jeff I don't think Hardy. he's contracted right now. Well, no, that's the thing. A forbidden door would mean you're contracted. Or at least it runs out this week, is what I'm saying. Like I somebody's think, been backdooring I might AEW be, I signing. Might be, I might be leaning towards Jeff Hardy right That'd now. That'd be a And they're talking about a ladder match? Like, qualify for a ladder match? And it's Jeff Hardy all of a sudden? That makes a lot of sense. I like it. I'm excited. I got some goosies going on yeah. just thinking about it. I have a, I'm telling you right now, this podcast and being back at WrestlePro a lot, like, wrestling to me is... Being rejuvenated, I'll still watch it on Monday. I'm like, this is just trash bag. But like, again, there's just it's not for everybody. There's there's a certain amount of feuds that you watch on TV that you're just like, eh, whatever. I can miss me with that. I'll turn on something else. Let's see what's going on in the world of I don't know anything else. I've been going nuts with the Peacock Peacock app. Uh, with I love documentaries. I'm gonna edit that where it's gonna say I've been going nuts with cock. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to edit this. But anyway, go ahead. So. Um, what the, uh, the the WWE Network on Peacock? Yeah, the the what? document. They have so many new documentaries. Really? Um, yeah, going through like like I said, the ruthless aggression era. Um, I always go back and watch. Are they never before like aired on WWE Network before they were Peacock? It's uh, yeah, it was not. It was new. Two thousand like two thousand twenty one, two thousand twenty two. Oh shit! All right, I'll have to look so that up. So I've been going back and just following down that rabbit hole because I, I can't do it. I cannot watch Raw and SmackDown. And you know what I wish I did, and I regret not doing it. And I'm not saying it's ever going to happen again with a pandemic. I don't ever want to do 2020 all over again. But what I really wanted to do was I should have like started the Attitude Era Raw like the first episode and just hit play and just like every day watch another episode of raw in sequence. And it would have, I would have nailed it. I would have, I would have burned through like three years worth of Ross. <laughs> I don't think they have the raw that I was at anymore because it was right after Chris Benoit won the belt from triple H. What did they, Chris Benoit's on the network. 
They didn't. They didn't get rid of him. I, I don't see his matches or anything. Are you out of your mind? I've watched WrestleMania thirty, uh, not thirty, twenty, over and over again. The triple threat I mean, match between they, Benoit, Triple H, they, and, and Shawn Michaels on there. But I know a while ago because I've been. It's looking pretend, for that. Yeah, but they I've probably took him off episode. for a little while. Yeah, I've been looking for that. Raw People just episode. wrestling is weird, man. They get over shit. They get over shit. They get over shit. It's just, there's been a lot of things in independent wrestling that took me away from independent wrestling because I'm just like I don't want anything to do with any of this stuff that I'm hearing right. But then here I am. 2022, I'm back, and I'm in. I'm well, you in. didn't think it was awesome with that that chick that pulls her tampon out and like sticks it in her opponent's mouth? Uh, I don't know who the hell you're talking about, oh, but that's that just the, that sounds. That was the gross. Sounds thing repulsive. Sounds a little I'd bit. Never uh, seen an independent sounds like we should wrap this up <laughs> because that's just sounds like she needed to wrap it up. Apparently, yeah, hi ho. Anyway, but yes, um, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I'm glad we got to touch on some pro wrestling today as well. So on behalf of. Obviously, am I am I taking this home or am I waiting for Gooch to hold this back? Like, I don't even know. I think I'm just going to take us home, man. Yeah. Here's the plugs, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to check out Chop Sports on the day-to-day, check us out every day at 11 o'clock. We go live on YouTube, me and Gooch, the Sturch and Gooch show, have you, uh, that we talk, we cover all sports. We have an entire podcast network in which our intern, Anthony, has gladly and 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 have killed the game on LinkedIn. He's putting all the podcasts there. You could follow us. You can follow Tommy D on Twitter. He's trying to build that up uh, before Twitter bans his ass too. <laughs> Somehow, someway, that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, you can follow us. Go to ChopSportsMedia.com for the full lineup. Go check that out. Follow us on all social medias. That's at ChopSportsMedia. And uh, yeah, if you want to support us in a monetary way, you can go to Patreon.com backslash ChopSports and you can uh, hook yourself up with a Patreon membership as well, which gives you VIP access to a lot of things that are about to go down in the summer. So for, of course, Dave Sturgeo, the Reverend Tommy D. Well, you got something else? Yeah. Well, go ahead. Guys, for all of your MMA, I pro am. wrestling, and combat sports news, go to www.fightbookmma.com. Also, check out uh, Sitting Ringside with owner Roberto Hilla, Rudy Lara, and Dave Rodriguez uh, every Thursday night on Fightbook MMA's YouTube and Facebook page. Boom. Done. Beautiful plugs. Love it. See you guys next week. Let's <laughs> go.